0: Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy, and today is Friday, January fifth of 2024. And depending where you are in the world, you might be celebrating the memorial of Saint John Neumann, bishop. That's in the United States. He was the bishop of uh, Philadelphia. But if you're elsewhere, then you're just celebrating a Christmas weekday. In any event, today's gospel comes to us from the Gospel according to John. Chapter 1, verses 43 through 51. Jesus decided to go to Galilee, and he found Philip. And Jesus said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the town of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one about whom Moses wrote in the law, and also the prophets, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. But Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come from Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Here is a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. And he said to him, Amen, amen, I say to you, you will see the sky opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. As we continue through the Christmas season, the dialogue that we just heard in the gospel helps us to delve more deeply into the mystery of the nativity. We see this in particular in two points. First, we have Philip's invitation and Nathanael's response, so that interaction between Philip and Nathanael. And then secondly, Nathanael's interactions with Jesus. So first, Philip told Nathanael that he had found him of whom Moses and the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Well, as we know, Nathaniel's retort was rather strongly prejudiced. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? But commenting on that passage, Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI writes that, in its own way, this protest is important for us. Indeed, it makes us see that, according to the Judaic expectations, the Messiah could not have come from such an obscure village as Nazareth. But at the same time, Nathaniel's protest highlights God's freedom which baffles our expectations by causing him to be found in the very place where we least expect him. That's a really beautiful thought, right? God chooses who he wants, when he wants, where he wants, for what he wants. For the birth of his son, God chose a poor virgin with a carpenter husband and a stable. To prolong the incarnation of the word, he chooses, well, us. With our defects, our weaknesses and our shortcomings. And yet, perhaps in a place or in a person where people would least expect it, holiness can be found. It's also important to remember that even in the midst of trials and difficulties, holiness can be had. In reply, Philip offers Nathaniel a meaningful invitation: "Come and see. Come and see. Jesus himself had offered these words to the disciples yesterday. Now explaining Christ's answer, and what it means here too, Thomas Aquinas comments, he says, Come and see. Because the dwelling of God, whether of glory or grace, cannot be known except by experience, for it cannot be explained in words. And so Christ says, Come and see. Come by believing and working and see by experiencing and understanding. That's beautiful. Draw near to Christ through belief and deeds, and you will see and experience and understand where Christ remains. This is in the same line as Benedict XVI says. He says that knowledge of Jesus needs, above all, a first-hand experience. We ourselves must be personally involved in a close and deep relationship with Jesus. That's the invitation Christ extends to us. Now, in the second half of the gospel, in his encounter with Christ, Nathaniel is labeled a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. Right? So Christ is making a reference to Jacob, right, who tricked his father Isaac in order to receive his blessing, the blessing that was supposed to go to Esau. <laughs> so that makes Jacob deceitful. And although Jacob's name was later changed to Israel, by calling him a true son, Jesus relates him instead back to Abraham. This praise provokes the curiosity of Nathanael, who answers in amazement, How do you know me? Now, Jesus' reply about the fig tree is a a mysterious one. Nobody really knows what it means. Now, some fathers of the church say that maybe it's a reference to Messianic peace, since the fig tree is supposed to be a symbol of peace. Others, like St. Augustine, says it refers to sin because our first parents covered themselves with fig leaves. The fact remains, though, that really only Jesus and Nathaniel really understand what the reference is to. But it's certain that the mere mention of the fig tree deeply affects Nathaniel. It wasn't some useless or idle reference, but rather something profound. Again, Pope Benedict affirms, he says, Nathaniel's heart is moved by Jesus' word. He feels understood and he understands this man knows everything about me. He knows and is familiar with the road of life. I can truly trust this man. This is true of our lives as well. Jesus knows us, and he knows us perfectly, even down to the smallest details. He knows where we've been, and he knows where we're going. We can trust ourselves to his love and his providence which never failed to provide for us. So today, then, let's ask through the intercession of Mary, the mother of God, and St. John Neumann, for the grace to trust Jesus Christ and to look for him even in the most unexpected places. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed hearing the gospel and homily, I invite you to share it with someone you know who may also find it rewarding, and also to subscribe to the Catholic Voice channel. Please see in the description below if you would like to receive a text message for each daily gospel and homily. Please also keep our missionary priests throughout the world in your prayers. Thank you, and God bless.